Get Stuff Done Cast Cast. I'm Dave. The mayor of New York City, the greatest city in the world, has a podcast. The only person listening to it is a dog walker in Queens named Dave. There's more explanation in the first episode of the series, and if you find you like it, I'd recommend listening to all the episodes I've released in order. But if you're new and you just want to dive in, that's of course also totally cool. Today I'm talking about the fifth episode of Mayor Eric Adams' podcast, The Get Stuff Done Cast, titled S1EO5. Marcus Samuelson Knows NYC Has the Perfect Recipe, released March 22nd, 2023. Tell you a quick story. Um, I'd never seen Weird Al live, and then I saw him live twice in the space of like three months. Um, and it was great, both times were great and it was sort of just a fluke that it that it, that it worked out that way uh the second time i went i uh a person i was with who as far as i can tell has never written a song parody or otherwise was clearly unimpressed and and turned to me and said i just feel like i could do this like what al does is easy that person's pretty successful at what they actually do for a living. And to be fair, they've got a pretty nice voice. But whether or not you like his shtick, Al is like one of the most talented people in the world. He spends a lot of time making that talent look really effortless, but it's very hard to do what he does. That's why he's the only one doing it. It's not entirely easy to create a podcast. I'm only okay at it, and I've been writing and performing one way or another for most of my life. It gets easier if you have access to a recording studio and people who will do this stuff like editing and mic placement and stuff like that. People will handle the uploading and the promotion, although <laughs> it's very clear that no one who could be promoting the Mayor's podcast is doing so. I, I assume that's because they know it is bad. If all the friction is removed, though, you still have to know how to tell a story. You still have to be able to communicate in this medium. And you may be good at communicating in other mediums. You may have a real knack for retail politics. You may have risen quite high in your chosen field. You may assume that means you can do other things with ease. You'll almost certainly be wrong. Anyway, only five episodes in, one of which was just clipped together from the state of the city, Eric Adams' podcast about getting stuff done in New York, which could bring in any number of people from his administration, politics, faith, community, business, or any of the other nine million strange people who live here, is, for the second episode in a row, interviewing a chef with an inspiring story. The mayor mentions at the top a program he's involved with called Breaking Bread Building Bonds, which seems to have a goal of bringing groups of 10 people together to have a meal. They're looking to do a thousand of these, and it appears to be a real city initiative. There's a sign-up page on the City of New York's website. I had to Google it because there's no link in the show notes, as usual, and the mayor gave no information on how to sign up, 
as usual, but also I'm not planning on signing up because I do not want to dine with a lot of strangers under normal circumstances and certainly not during a pandemic. But if you do it and you want to report back, I'd love to hear about this weird thing the city is doing. My email's in the show notes. Anyway, the mayor spends some time sort of free associating around the idea of eating with people and feelings and food, and then he asks his guest, Marcus Samuelson, to tell his inspiring story. Marcus Samuelson does so. Having just done an episode where someone new to New York City tells their story of becoming a restaurateur, I'm hesitant in a way that the mayor clearly wasn't to just relay many of the same beats. I'm trying to come up with an angle on this, and I I do suggest looking up Marcus Samuelson because his story is genuinely very interesting. Part of the thing the mayor achieves here is that he doesn't really present it in an interesting way. He barely asks questions of the guy and doesn't really shape the conversation. He asks about the obstacles Marcus faced when he got to NYC, but honestly, when he got here, he was already a pretty well-established chef. Most of his obstacles seem to have come when he was striving, and that's when he was living in Europe, which the mayor seems to find less than interesting. But he did good things with his success. He was here on 9-11. He fed people. He was here for COVID, and he turned his restaurant into a community kitchen. He seems like a good guy. He seems like he wants to help people. But his New York City stories? He mentions that he started a restaurant because Maya Angelou had him over and told him to open a restaurant in Harlem, which is great, but not a story I'd call relatable. One of the things that just struck me here is how did this interview happen? This is a James Beard award-winning chef who owns like 14 restaurants around the world. He's cooked for the Obamas. He has a TV show. He's a regular on Guy's Grocery Games. He's written a bunch of cookbooks. He's been famous long enough that he wrote his first memoir over a decade ago. He doesn't need this podcast, especially since I am a statistically significant number of the people who've heard it. You know, sometimes you find something no one else knows about. A, a secret, and it's great. An underground comic some guy is making for fun, but it really speaks to you. Or or a band in your, in your local town that's going to break up in like six months, so you'll only wind up with a CD of their demo that they burnt just for you because you went to more than one of their shows in the back of a bar. Stuff like that, for, for whatever reason, that reaches you and no one else, and it stays with you, and it's somehow all the more meaningful to you because you're one of the only people who's found it to find meaning in it. Another quick story. I didn't like my representative in the House very much, so I supported his challenger in 2018, which is to say I happened to volunteer wholly without knowing any of the things that were about to happen for AOC's campaign. I met her. I was in a room with her and like five other people a few times. I don't have any special insights outside of I can actually confirm that she is a human person. So many people who know her as a person on one of their screens can't say that, though. Most media in the world that's good enough could be like that, but most won't. Most will wind up unheard and then thrown away when the clean-out happens or lost to a fire years later or, or just lost. But some of that ephemeral work will later be heard by someone, no one important, just someone, and it'll touch them. It'll be their secret, because they're no one famous, so they can't get other people interested. 
And, and then there's stuff that's pretty bad, but it's made by famous people. And the people who are cultural taste manufacturers who work alongside those famous people, they take steps to assure that you at least hear about that bad stuff and that huge number of people watch it or listen to it. The mayor's podcast isn't any of that. The mayor of New York had an interview with an extraordinarily talented and charismatic giant in the world of food. It should be great. If not great, it should still find you because people should be forcing it on you. No one is. It's a secret I'm sharing with you, but I'm telling you not to bother listening to it. You already know you should help when a pandemic happens. The fact that the mayor has spent so much time downplaying the, the pandemic aside... You know that good food tastes good, and, and you like eating with nice people. You probably didn't know about the mayor's weird 55 burgers, 55 fries, 10,000 dinners, 10,000 meals, 55 shakes program, but that's be because he only mentioned it once on his own podcast. Is there a larger takeaway here? Well, I might be a little tempted to note that maybe the mayor's interview was particularly vague because he suddenly realized he was interviewing someone who was a much bigger deal than he is. I was, in fact, a little tempted to note it. So I just did. Mm. But I also want to pull a bit on the thread of just how bad this podcast is. I make a joke of it at the top of most episodes, and that's because it's objectively very funny that the mayor of New York City has a terrible podcast. It's funny that he doesn't seem to know it. It's funny that every couple weeks he goes into a recording studio, monumentally fucks this up, and then leaves smiling, thinking he's crushed it yet again. But it's also, like, rare. There's a great joke that Katie McDonough tweeted from the de Blasio era, if you're not particularly read in on NYC media and politics, you need to know three things to understand this. One, de Blasio would appear on the Brian Lehrer show on WNYC and take calls from the public in a segment called Ask the Mayor. Two, for a lot of de Blasio's tenure, the public more or less hated him, and this got particularly acute during the unrest that occurred in the summer of 2020 after the NYPD was repeatedly filmed brutalizing protesters and de Blasio refused to condemn said brutalization. And three, Brian Lehrer is a goddamned treasure and the city loves him. So the tweet from June of 2020 reads, quote, the Ask the Mayor calls are like Hi, Brian. First of all, thank you, and I love you. You are my king. Mr. Mayor, you are a disgrace. I hate you. You must drink piss instantly. To find that, I googled Brian Lehrer de Blasio piss tweet. <clears throat> anyway, this was an accurate picture of the state of affairs in the summer of 2020, and I bring it up because, one, it's really funny, two, de Blasio would just sort of sit there and take it, gray-faced, he was term-limited by this point, and three, it was clear that de Blasio knew. He'd fucked up COVID, he'd fucked up dealing with Albany, he'd fucked up his attempted exit thinking he could run for president for some fucking reason. New Yorkers were so fucking mad at him. He came out on top, though. He made a game of it. He ran for the House of Representatives in his home district so that he could tap federal campaign funds to pay off various debts that he'd had from that he'd accrued from running for president. He 
knew he was so unpopular by that point that he'd lose in the district that he lives in, but that he'd get an infusion of cash. Even in total abject, humiliating failure, de Blasio was a success at getting himself out, if not unscathed, at least in one piece. What I'm saying is it's very rare to see a politician actually be terrible at something. When you do, it's usually highly choreographed, like Bob Dole going on a daytime talk show and dancing with the host, where looking bad at dancing is actually being good at appearing to be human. Or it's part of a de Blasio-like plan to advance themselves. It's rare to see Bob Dole fall off the stage during a campaign event, but when he did, it made him look bad. Bob Dole is still a relatable reference. I am young, and my joints feel normal. It's rarer still to not only do something poorly, but to keep intentionally doing it over and over every couple weeks, and it says something important, that the mayor never gets better at this. That he doesn't know that there's no upside to putting this out this way. He, like de Blasio, appears on the radio as well. That's plenty of audio content from the mayor. There's no upside to putting this out at all. If you're going to put it out, you should at least improve in X, Y, and Z ways. This is small and stupid. It is a podcast. Why do it at all if you're going to do it this bad? And if it is small and stupid, why is there no one around the mayor who feels that they can tell him this small, stupid thing isn't really working and maybe his time should be spent on more important stuff? All right, so that's the episode, such as it was, of the Mayor's Podcast. But let's quickly dive into what was going on with Mayor Adams in the period of time between the previous episode and this one. I don't have a fancy name for this segment, and I never will. But to do this, I lean heavily on the reporting of two fantastic New York City outlets, The City and Hellgate, both of which I support financially. I encourage you to do so as well. Links to their websites are in the show notes. From March 6th to March 22nd, 2023, Eric Adams said that Jeffrey Madry, the top uniformed official at the NYPD, acted appropriately when he voided the arrest of Kroythoff Forrester and ordered him released about 90 minutes after he'd been taken into custody late in 2021. What was this Forrester guy arrested for? Um, just menacing several children with a gun that he pointed at them while chasing them. If you're thinking, why on earth would the number one uniformed official at the NYPD intervene 90 minutes into an investigation into the attempted murder of several kids, and further, why on earth the mayor would defend the decision to release the man clearly shown on security cameras chasing children through the streets while pointing a gun at them, would it help to know that all three of the adults I've mentioned in this story are or were cops? Other than that, it was a pretty quiet stretch for the mayor, aside from some major fundraising violations that came to light from his campaign. But I can't really imagine that won't blow over. I'm sure this will be the last time we hear about any fundraising improprieties for Mayor Eric Adams. If you liked this or thought it was interesting and want to hear more, the best way to make sure you do so is to hit subscribe on whatever podcast app you're using to hear my voice right now. 
The best way to let other people know about this podcast is to tell a friend or an enemy about it, but I refuse to believe that liking it does anything and reviewing it will just take up moments of your life that you could be telling a friend or, I don't know, putting up that poster on the wall you keep meaning to put up. Transcripts of the show are available at stuffstuffcastcast.wixsite.com slash stufftranscripts. I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at stuffstuffcastcast at gmail.com. And I'll see you next time.